Welcome back to the Sower Seeds Podcast with John Straza, a teaching ministry that will firmly root you in the gospel of God's truth and love. And now, here's John. Hey, this is John Straza, and this is the Sower Seeds Podcast. And welcome today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Today, of course, we're going to be talking about the resurrection of Jesus. This is Resurrection Sunday, or some may call it Easter, and I've called it Easter my entire life, pretty much, and uh, so I'm fine with either one. I don't have a problem with that. But today, uh, we are talking about the resurrection of Jesus. And as a day that the world does celebrate, I think it is the most important of them all, uh, because without the resurrection of Jesus, the plan of God would have never been complete. So this is just highly important. So again, let's talk about the resurrection of Jesus and what happened. And I am going to do a series later that goes into much more depth about what happened on the cross and what happened on the resurrection. I'm really excited about that. Today will be a little more simple, but nonetheless really important. And we spoke about this a year ago, and I really spoke a lot about what happened with Mary Magdalene and and with John and Peter, and that they were sons and daughters. And it was an amazing morning in so many ways for them. And I'm going to go back into John 20, where we see the morning of the resurrection and Mary going out, Mary Magdalene actually, going out and going to the tomb. And I want to read it to you because there's another aspect of this that I want to bring out today that I haven't in the past. So I do encourage you to listen to last year's Easter or Resurrection Sunday morning message, but today we're going to focus on a different aspect than I have in the past. So let me just read this. I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation because it's just so simple. John 20 reads like this right from the first verse. Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away from its entrance. She ran and found Simon Peter and the other disciple, who, by the way, was John. He's writing this. The one whom Jesus loved. John often said that about himself. He was the one whom Jesus loved. I love the fact that he did that. And anyway, Mary said, they have taken the Lord's body out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. And Peter and the other disciple started out for the tomb, and they were both running. But the other disciple, meaning John, outran Peter and reached to the tomb first. And even there, I think it's just something that John would say things like that. And he, meaning John, stooped and looked in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he didn't go in. Then Simon Peter finally arrived and went inside, and that was Peter's nature. He was just, he just went right in. He also noticed the linen wrappings lying there while the cloth that had covered Jesus' head was folded up and lying apart from the other wrappings. Then the disciple who had reached the tomb first, again, John, also went in. And this is what I want to point at right here. When he went in, it says, and he saw and believed. He saw and believed. This was a time and a way that God was moving that he did want people to see what actually happened with their own eyes. They touched Jesus with their hands. They saw him with their eyes. They saw him on the cross. 
Jesus saw John while he was on the cross and pointed to his mother and said, this is now your mother to take care of her. Jesus' mother was handed into John's hands and Jesus, while on the cross, said, take care of her. Behold your mother. They saw all of these things. Peter had already denied the Lord three times, as the Lord said he would. And yet here he is running out to this tomb with John. And John was very young. And they ran out to see what was going on. What, what's Mary Magdalene talking about? They ran out to see. And John was a little bit timid to go in the tomb for whatever reason, but Peter wasn't. He just went right in. John got there first, but Peter went in first. So when John finally did go in, in verse 8, it says that he saw and believed. And that's something that I want to talk about. And let me continue reading this verse, because it says, And he saw and believed, for until then they hadn't understood the scripture that said, Jesus must rise from the dead. And it says, And they went home. And one of the scriptures that they may have been referring to is Psalm 16, and verse 10, which says, For you will not leave my soul among the dead, or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. And we know that's true, that Jesus did not remain in the grave. But I want to get to one central point here. Because it applies to us, and it happens to us. And that is, there comes a time, and we may see this time happen again and again in our lives as we grow, that we see and believe. Now, it may not be that we see something with our natural eyes as they did that day, we see and we believe. And I remember when I first realized that Jesus was real, that he was alive. I remember it. It was like a light went on in my heart and in my eyes and in my ears. And everything was just saying that he's real. And all that these disciples had gone through over the last three years was coming to reality for them and for Mary and, and the other women that were there. It was a spiritual reality saying, this is real. Imagine what it was like to walk in that tomb and see that Jesus was not there, and then to suddenly see it and believe it, that, oh, this is what was going on. This is what he said. This is why he said he would raise on the third day. And Jesus' word was always living. When Jesus was on the cross, do you know that he had to have faith to believe that what he was doing would save our lives? And he did. He had faith. And up until now, at this point, there was a thief on the cross who also died with him, who was already with him in paradise, it said. So he's already in paradise, waiting for others to come. This thief who was on the cross when Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. So that's already happened here. But Jesus had another work to do, which was to raise from the dead. And God raised him by the Holy Spirit and allowed his disciples and Mary to see him. And you've known that I've spoken about Mary many times about this moment where she sees Jesus. She doesn't know it's him, but she sees him. She thinks he's a gardener and, and asks, have you seen him? And if so, where have you put him? But it was Jesus she was talking to. And he said, Mary. And she knew right away that it was him. 
And he told her to, to go find the other brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. This was such an amazing moment. It's what happens to us when we realize that Jesus is alive, that he's real. We see and we believe. And that is the beginning of our walk with him. And it's just the beginning. We continue to see. We see in his word because it's living. And we hear the things that he has said in the scriptures and they become alive in time. This is a critical moment in history. And John and Peter got to see it with their own eyes. And Mary Magdalene got to see it with her own eyes. She was the first person to see Jesus again. What an honor that was. And he was there to say, I'm alive. And they would share the revelation of their heart. And that's what this is all about. There was a revelation that day that Jesus was alive, that he was real, that he was, that he was truly the Son of God, the Messiah that they were waiting for, and that he was alive, that he was not dead. And this is what happens in our own hearts. This is where it matters to us. This is the true relationship as it starts as a believer, that you believe that he's risen. And we often have to come to a place where we re-realize that. It's so important. He bore our griefs. He bore our sorrows. He bore them on the cross. That's Isaiah 53. Read that. And you'll see that's what he was doing on the cross. And those words, griefs and sorrows, mean sicknesses and pain. He took those things and nailed them to the cross. And here he is now, risen, having done that work, wherein he says it is finished. Now he's risen, having nailed our sins to the cross, having taken our sorrows and our pains and our sicknesses on the cross and risen again. And when we believe and see that, we too are then risen. We confess it with our hearts and with our mouth. And we are believers and we are alive. We are born again. And we see Jesus, the risen Messiah, the risen King. This is what Easter or Resurrection Sunday is about. It's Jesus risen. Risen as we see him here in the scriptures and in our hearts and in our lives. Living in us. He is alive. Jesus said, the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Everything Jesus did was about life. Going to the cross was about life. Dying on the cross was about life. So I love this in verse 8. Just focus on that. Then the disciple who had reached the tomb first went in, and he saw and believed. For until then, they still hadn't understood the scripture that said Jesus must rise from the dead. They saw and believed. Look at this today and let it permeate your heart and see it just like they did, and believe it, just like they did. Let it grow in you, because when you see this deeper and deeper, your life transforms. You're not afraid of a lot of things anymore. You don't want to walk in the sins that you've walked in before. You want the newness of life. You just want it. It's effortless. I can only imagine what was going on in the hearts of these men and women that morning. And in some ways, I do know, so do you, because you came to a day, you came to a point, you came to an hour where you said, he's risen, he is, he's risen, and I see it and I believe it, and you're blessed because of it. Jesus said, blessed are they that do not see me and see the physical and, and still believe 
And this is what happens in our hearts. We hear about Jesus and we believe. Faith is born and we see and believe. And we look in his word and it, and it just shows us this life. Brothers and sisters, this is so good, isn't it? This is so good. Every time I look at this account, seeing what happened with Peter and how John was and Mary Magdalene, it's just an incredible, beautiful account. Let it soak into your heart, the whole thing. And let Jesus be so real. This is so real. And the more real it is to you, the more it transforms your life. It's just so true. It just is. It changes your life without effort. It just changes your life. It's so good. And I sense the Lord saying to, to leave it here. This is a message for today. I'm so glad you joined me for this. This is a wonderful, wonderful message. So we were in John 20 today. So get in John 20 and just soak it all in. And you have a blessed, blessed day. Thank you for listening. And we will see you on the next episode.